0: <laughs> ha 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 ha! Ha ha Me! space Spunky! You listen! Ha ha ha! Cheers! Ha <laughs> ha way in the world today Takes everything you got
1: And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, right here on the brand new Trending Topics Network.com and also brought to you by neosportsinsiders.com. Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even when you are hard to kill. And this is Wrestling Cheers, where we talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio wrestling, independent wrestling scene. And we preview shows, we review shows, and we have interviews from time to time. Please rate review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Tune in, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean Wrestling Cheers.podbean.com if you want to get a hold of us. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash twitter.com slash wrestling and Instagram.com slash cheers. And email if you so choose a desire, wrestling cheers at gmail.com. If you want to grab yourself some wrestling cheers merch, head on over to what uh, look for us and we will be there and you could find a shirt or hoodie or whatever possibility you want that's available right there on the website. So let's talk about AIW's death row last week. And who am I? I am your host. I am Heavy Set and I'm being joined by a favorite here on the podcast. We have uh Young Ed.
0: Young Ed. That was great to read on Twitter and like like that was hear it on the podcast it's nice young ed i like it do you wish to defend yourself from things that were said about you last week um nope <laughs> it was i guess like uh i don't i, I like ethan page i, I don't think that's a, like a secret um i don't I, I wouldn't say i coddle his balls but uh i, I like ethan page
1: just want to make sure we 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 had that clear. So you you got you got a chance to defend
0: yourself. Yeah, no ball coddling.
1: We're here to talk about death row, and I think the first thing that me and you had to say about this it was a very quick show. Not well, not quick quick, but it's just it didn't drag on as late as most. And I think when I seen what time the main event started, which was right around ten thirty, I was like, oh shit, awesome.
0: I think uh they learned from. The Johnny show, and it's like, oh, this speech is gonna go on in a while, so let's plan ahead
1: for it. And I feel like the whole speech thing didn't go on as nearly as long as Johnny.
0: Johnny went a good hour. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't even close to Johnny. It was, st- it was still like, it, it was a longer, longer speech yeah but it yeah no it wasn't Johnny Gargano level
1: well you had you had other speakers like we could kind of just get into it now because it's it's the one of the bigger things that happened you know the retirement not retirement but you know Ray Rowe officially going into WWE and this is it was his last match and of course when you have your last match you gotta have a farewell speech and you know Ray Rowe is not much of a talker he can talk but Nearly not as much as you know, maybe a guy like Johnny could. But they did bring in one guy for a, a proper send off, and that was Josh Prohibition. And if there's anybody who can talk, it's freaking J Pro.
0: Oh yeah, and that was that was great. Uh, I hoped it was him when I saw somebody walking out with the bandana on. I hoped it was Josh Prohibition. That ended up being Josh Prohibition. Uh, and then we yeah they talked. to him. I I found things out like I didn't know they had a falling out. I never knew that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was crazy to hear about. Uh. It's just, yeah, Ray wrote. Uh, it's 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 cool when good things happen to good people, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's awesome for him. He's gonna go make money. Cool, like.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and I kind of like what he was saying in his speech. How you know he thought at one point there was, if I'm correct, he was like saying that there there was like no hope for him to get ever get signed. Yeah. And he just you know, started putting in more work into his career. And, you know, over the past couple of years, like he even mentioned how just a couple of weeks prior, you know, he he walked down the ramp at Wrestle Kingdom in Japan and how New Japan was one of the first things of wrestling. He, you know, completely fell in love with and wanted to wanted to be a part of. And, you know, he got to live that dream. And that's, that's completely amazing.
0: And he got retweeted by Taz.
1: Oh, yes. He got retweeted yeah, by Taz. That's cool. Guy that he uh, openly admitted that he looked up to, you know, I wouldn't say stole, but you know, used a lot of um, Taz's offense. So He
0: did, and I never even like thought about it until he said it because like uh Taz is such a little man and Ray Rowe is the opposite. I was about to say he's a he's Tall Taz. Yeah, he is Tall Taz. <laughs> With a beard. He's Taz Stroman.
1: <laughs> okay, Taz Stroman. That's that works. But we had uh, you know the, the whole speech from Ray Rowe. and I was I was I was a bit surprised because you don't hear Ray Rowe talk as much and I don't think he, he had many problems speaking and got a chance to really, really speak from the heart. And I'm not, I know I'm definitely happy for him and uh, it seems like in general, like WWE is got a lot of Cleveland guys in it right now.
0: Uh yeah, there's a nice little Ohio contingent going on.
1: I mean if we went Ohio as a whole, I was going more Cleveland. I mean, Miz, Dolph is still there as far as we know. Dana Brooke, Lawler Grew up in Cleveland, and uh, obviously Johnny, and now Ray Rowe, and supposedly uh, coming to WWE. Whether he's going to go Raw, SmackDown, or NXT, I think will be NXT, but that's just my my guess. And that's Michael Hutter, EC3, Derek Bateman coming back. So that's a good that's a good amount of people just from this this little area that
0: everybody looks over. And then if you go people local people that were like AIW roster members in general. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. That's insane to think about. That part's
1: totally insane. But if you just went for people actually from Cleveland and have some sort of like connection like that, Cleveland, oh, if you have a roster member, whether it be at least come through because that's the only thing that sucks like for me you know i became a fan in 2011 and the amount of people that came through before i was ever around is amazing and not the same hand since i've been around the amount of people that have come through here and now are in wwe whether they were here just a couple times and you know didn't really know that much about them like um right now in nxt oni Larkin, biff music and uh on the independent scene never thought that guy would get signed but you know, boom. There he is, and I like
0: him. I didn't know he was in AIW.
1: Uh, like, it was more with Beyond, when Beyond okay. would come around. A lot of times, Beyond wrestlers would get matches in AIW, and I do want to say the last time I remember Biff Music being around was like a J-Lit. Okay. So it, it, ma- it made sense for him being around. I, I still think it's funny you're going to hear in a couple weeks... I have uh, El Hordano Diablo from Let the Hate Flow Through you on, and we're talking about Absolution Ten. He had him and his girlfriend, who who was live here with us, had no idea that Samoa Joe had come through A I W and you oh. know, did a couple matches, and it was like right around the time that he he showed up. Actually, it was what j, day two of j was obviously the Saturday after he appeared in at NXT because that's back when the specials used to be on Wednesday.
0: Oh, yeah, takeovers were on Wednesday. I completely forgot that was a thing.
1: So, like, the look on their face is like, oh, my God, Samoa Joe went to AEW. I was like, yeah, that was, seems
0: to me not that long ago. But, yeah, I'm like, the list is nuts. Do you think uh, Ray Rowe is on NXT by the time of the Cleveland show? I think it's March 3rd, so it's a a little over a month. Are you going? Oh, yeah, yeah, I already got tickets, yeah, for sure. Me too. What level? Uh, Front mezzanine. Uh, I went front, front. I got to get my ringside. Oh, yeah. No, the, uh, yeah.
1: I, I can't wait. Uh, I want to, part of me wants to say yes, but sometimes you get some of these wrestlers that, you know, they're not really on TV or anything for a while. And not to mention NXT runs when, when they go outside of Florida, they run two tours because they still
0: have a tour down in Florida. Yeah. The Largo Loop. Uh, yeah. And uh, like Athena, I think, wasn't on, on TV when she got signed for like a year. Was it a year? It was close. It was a long, long time. I can't remember the timeline for
1: that, but I, I know... Like, Kimberly, it took her a while to get on TV, and like, she's still not like on TV as much as you think she would be by now. Yeah. I really hope they are, but I don't know if they're going to do a, a character redevelopment, or whether they're going to have to change the name of him, known as War Machine.
0: Him, that singular, singular person, War Machine.
1: Yep. <laughs> like... I don't mind Rosenberg. Like I don't follow him. I prefer Roberts over Rosenberg. But the, all I look at it as, dude, you fucked up. Yeah. Don't don't make excuses. Like I think his biggest thing is, well, I don't follow New Japan. I don't follow Ring of Honor. You know, I'm a WWE fan. That's why they hired me because I'm, I'm I I cover WWE. Okay, Google. well well I was just like, oh, did WWE release a press release? Well, but there's your there's what you need to know. Everything on that press release. Just say, you know what, I fucked up. Quit making excuses. Just say. I fucked up, and I up to it. Granted, people I know attacked him for other stuff, like, oh, they shouldn't change their name, whatever. Like, I'm like, eh, that's neither here nor there. Just admit, you fucked up something, and you look like an idiot.
0: That's it. Yeah, you just own up to it. Like, JBL, when he left, accidentally left his tab open, looking for that very muscular woman nude pictures. Or like, oh, is it Scott Hall? Who always
1: posts screenshots? <laughs> or not screenshots. should say it's not screenshots of him, like, taking a picture. It's like, uh, Scott Some other uh, tabs open up there, and you want to exit those out before posing a picture.
0: Of course, he don't give a damn. Didn't JBL, like, go back and crop it out? That I don't know about. I think he, like, deleted the tweet and then cropped it out, but it was just too late because the internet's the internet. Yeah. Oh, poor JBL. He likes muscly, naked women. (laughs) uh, Who who am I to judge? Yeah.
1: I do wonder who's going to be at NXT. I mean, obviously, Johnny will be there, because I think that's just kind of a given taking his status right now with NXT, number one contender right now. Yeah. Who knows if he's going to win it between them.
0: I hope not. Um...
1: The... NXT title pitcher and on any of them is so hard to figure out because sometimes it's they're gonna give it to the person that's gonna help sell tickets, sometimes it's the person who doesn't necessarily need it. it. Well, I should say it's the person to help them out, or not necessarily the person that's gonna be like this big deal. Like I was actually thinking of this, how some people just didn't become NXT champion, but whenever they you know hit the main roster, yeah, that's when things happen for them. Or I was even th- I was even thinking of the women's division. Freaking all the NXT women's champions. Currently, all but one who are on the main roster have become champion, and the, that only other one is Asuka. But then again, that's probably all in due time.
0: Maybe. Maybe Ronda will take it. Oh,
1: everybody everybody doesn't want that.
0: What? These people are insane. I want Ronda Rousey to win the Royal Rumble and the Women's Championship. Dude, for like, sure.
1: I got into a conversation with... It's a girl who follows Wrestling Cheers, but I, I replied back on my personal, because was more or less, well, I'm not going to debate you on this. I'm going to debate you for my personal account. And, like, she's one of those people that was just completely against like, oh, well, like, it's that mindset of, like, Shayna Baszler should be champion, Ronda Rousey shouldn't be champion, they haven't earned their spot, and I'm like, like, you want... a someone like ronda rousey to be champion you want them to be in wwe and get the title picture i wouldn't mind if she was the female brock lesnar which i know a lot of people hate that but ronda rousey probably a little bit more than brock lesnar of every time she's going to show up in wwe there's going to be eyes on the product more than ever and that could help other women shine who cares if they're not on the road like when people actually bitch about Brock uh, brock lesnar right now like oh he doesn't he doesn't show up and he's a champion. I'm like, well, you know what? In this amount of time they really have elevated that intercontinental championship, it's kinda of worth it.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't understand how anyone can complain about Ronda having a major role in WWE or anything Brock Lesnar's done. He's been awesome forever, for like years now. I don't get it. I think people th- just get angry man on Twitter. Like it just makes people angry. <laughs>
1: Like the night Brock Lesnar returned was one of my favorite moments as a wrestling fan.
0: That was the loudest arena I've ever been in, in my life. Oh, you were there? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That was definitely the loudest arena I've ever ever been in for sure.
1: Uh, I would say, is it was that a louder pop than the Hardys? coming back, um, but then again, it's hard to tell because that was an arena, and uh, WrestleMania was a stadium. All the sound noise goes up, but I remember that. I still remember that was a huge pop.
0: It sounded it sounded louder. It was nuts. But, but then again,
1: it could be just how, you know, st- uh, arenas are. All the sound stays in there, but you have an open arena, I mean, open uh, stadium, a lot of that sound is lost up in the air. Like, I'm not saying that the Hardys one was bigger but i I think it's hard to compare you know what i'm saying yeah but yeah i'll never forget i would actually wonder what was a bigger pop if anybody who was there on both nights that uh raw after wrestlemania with brock lesnar coming back or dolph ziggler cashing in
0: (laughs) i was just arguing uh with one of my friends about that dolph ziggler cashing about whether Dolph Ziggler was over during that. And I said, no, Dolph Ziggler wasn't over. Yeah, it, was it was just Alberto was such a terrible babyface that whoever was cashing in at that moment, everyone was going to be super into.
1: I th- I think Dolph was mega over. B- he But he was that, he had been heel for so long and the more of a, quote, smarky crowd was really getting behind him and they wanted to see him cash in. I think you could have seen Alberto Del Rio lose the title the night before against Swagger. I want to say. Yeah. And I still think if Dolph would have cashed in the next night on Raw on Swagger, it would have been the same pop. Cause I think it's, he was really over at that point. What really killed him was his injury. I hate <laughs> I loved Dolph Silver. I love Dolph. Well, Dolph was one of my favorites for a while. And then I hate saying it. Like he kind of got a little bit stale to me. Like even someone who's like a hardcore fan, I was just like, I don't know anymore. And right at that same time, that's when Kevin Owens was early in WWE. And I was like, I, really relate to kevin owens a lot more for different reasons than i am Dolph ziggler
0: yeah i've never seen it like never at any point have i seen what people see in Dolph ziggler i don't know man i don't get it i just don't i like what's what is he what he's like a fake metalhead and then but he well even before that
1: like i really liked him before that when he was right around that time of being the show off Originally, when they officially changed his theme from I Am Perfection to Here to Show the World. Like, that was when Dolph was really huge with me. I wanted him to win the Money in the Bank the year before he won it. And then the year he won it was huge because I felt like he was becoming this bigger star. But later on, injuries is what really killed him. And after that, I was just, it was kind of the same old stuff. I liked him because I thought he was a good bad guy. When he was given a chance to shine, like, I, I think I fell in love with him on Zack Ryder's show. Like some of the stuff you'd say, I'm like, I really like that. Like You're really good at this and it's, it's different from everybody else.
0: I don't think there's anything worse in wrestling than a Dolph Ziggler intense promo where he just says, he tries to get as many words in in one breath as he can. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the only kind of, pro- it's when he's super serious, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. Ugh. Everything about him.
1: I don't know. I'll just like I liked him. Now, past like a couple of years, I've been like, oh, I still like you, but you really went down on my list.
0: Yeah, well, I'm also like not the greatest judge of talent and character because uh, I was a real big Enzo Amore fan. <laughs> I, th- uh.
1: I feel like a lot of people were, but over the past like nine months to a year, like he's just gone downhill. Like backstage character wise, as far as what we hear, like he sounds like a big fucking douchebag. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah but and okay i'm not defending anything that he like the allegations of why you got fired and everything i'm not saying that i'm saying simply this right here so everyone verbally blows rick flair about how great it is that like rick flair in the ring is rick flair out of the ring but when enzo amore is enzo amore in the ring and out of the ring he's an asshole like Doesn't make any sense. Wrestling makes no sense.
1: I felt like him was way more. Uh, Flair, like, earned his stripes and everything. He paid his dues. It seems like with Enzo, you know, he got cut almost right into WWE. Eventually, you know teaming with cast that was a freaking huge thing and then it almost seemed like a runaway runaway train especially over the last year because that's when it seemed like it really got to his head where like i don't know if that's real or not and the fact that i mean yeah it's it is similar to fair the fact that we know he cheated on his wife or not wife but a uh, girlfriend i was thinking Flair wife but you know he ch- he
0: cheated on your woman uh that's true uh yeah never mind fuck him. <laughs> You don't you don't cross Liv Morgan like that. So yeah. she's a future superstar. So she's the future best in the business.
1: Hashtag SmackDown live.
0: Oh hashtag You only live once. <laughs> Sadly,
1: she won't be at, obviously at NXT. Oh, I know. Sure. I
0: thought about that. Like that was the that was the highlight for NXT for me last time was Liv Morgan and Asuka.
1: Though I'm I'm happy on a side note they put her with the Riot Squad because I don't know that like towards the end there in NXT I'm like. Oh, I kind of like you you're kind of like like uh physically a little bit like Carmella but yeah I mean you're your own thing but there was like nothing that stuck and then putting this whole thing of like oh she's with Ruby Rye and they're they're together I'm like okay I kind of like that now it gives me a reason to like you
0: yeah that stable makes no sense I love it which that is just that is just three people <laughs> that
1: is the best which that stable can bring us back to this card because Sarah Logan
0: Ooh, yeah. is
1: <laughs> uh, engaged. I forgot about that too. Uh, Ray yeah. Rowe mentioned in his promo or a, you know speech at the end about how it was through wrestling that he met his fiance, the woman he's gonna marry, and completely happy for those two. And I think it was like I mentioned last week how oh, we had two signings at the same time that was going to reunite. Two couples, like, maybe, would be, able be oh, all in hey, the same umbrella. Yeah. yeah, we have, you know, the the wrestlings, you know, we have the Garganos, and then now we have uh, Row and Sarah. So they are get to, I mean, they've lived together, but you know what I mean? Like, now they have both worked for WWE, probably eventually down the road they could travel together and all that kind of fun stuff.
0: Yeah, Candice is going to wrestle women,
1: mm-hmm. so that's going to be weird. Did Before we get in this car, did you hear the comments from Sonny? No. No. <laughs> No. I, would, I would look them up, but, like, she had things to say about, like, Sorry, I called her ugly and all this stuff. Uh, downgraded intergender wrestling. Okay, I'll admit, of any female talent, because she, she wasn't necessarily much of a wrestler, but of any female talent, WWE Sunny is one of my favorites. Yeah. I don't give a damn that she did a porn. I don't give a damn that she does Skype videos. Great, I can. I would say I can see her naked, but you could see her naked back with, you know, she did pictures with Missy Hyatt. But when she said this shit, I'm like, this is the part of you, Sonny, that I don't fucking like because you're just a female Jim Cornette. I hate this. I hate that. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, you know what? If you were didn't kind of fuck up your life, you wouldn't be doing the Skype shows on the side. You wouldn't have done the porn. Uh, and WWE probably would have had you back for Raw 25 because in the early days you. For one of the first between her of being a, a valet, a manager, whatever, and you and Lender Blaze. which i was surprised she wasn't there, but probably prior prior commitment.
0: We have a we have a theory about Sonny on Pod Van Dam. Um, I know it, but I'm 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 blanking. Okay, so several times, okay, several times, Jim Ross has retweeted Sonny's tweets about when she's That's going right. live on her Skype shows, yep. and so. It's we need to we want to know, is Jim Ross doing this because he thinks it's funny? Like, look at haha like being ironic. I don't know, which I don't think that's possible. I don't think Jim Ross has any anything that could even be considered a sense of humor. Uh, so my only other reason is he's got to be your pimp, right? Like he's got to be make, taking a cut like she's using his high amount of followers. Mm hmm. To get that Skype show message out to more people, like, he's got to be getting a cut. Something. Yeah. It's Jim Ross Sonny's Skype pimp. Yes. I think yes. Allegedly.
1: <laughs> I I know I almost quote tweeted one of her tweets or something, saying, because we should get on the whole intergender wrestling thing, and just, like, anybody, any promoter who books intergender wrestling is that i forget exactly what she said but i almost tagged aiw and john thorne I was like well time to officially get a new commissioner
0: yeah <laughs> we know sonny didn't book those matches in aiw
1: anyway enough talking about all that stuff we've taken up a lot of your time talking non-aiw but we have <laughs> we have aiw death road to go over luckily like i said shorter card uh only eight matches but i think refreshing of how short it was like i, I hate com- like saying that like oh it was shorter that was better but I don't know. There's some like shows that when we get down to the 10th match, I know I'm fucking beat. And I, well, I, at the end of this show, I was kind of like, hmm, feeling pretty yeah, good. This,
0: this show didn't need to be long. You know what I mean? It was perfect
1: length for this show. It was. And we started off with Thress. I don't know what I say Thrash Justice trying to say his Twitter handle. Even though I'm not looking at his Twitter. Matthew Justice defeating Shane Mercer. What did you think about Shane Mercer's AIW debut?
0: I think he's uh he's a little Sheamus. Okay. He's, he looks like little Sheamus, uh, and that's my biggest takeaway. Uh, he's all right. I, I I don't know. I didn't have much many thoughts about it. It was it was nice seeing new people, and I think he did well. That's he, my first time seeing him. I have no idea who this man is. He's someone that I've heard the name of,
1: but I didn't know much about him. I believe he, he has been in like IWA Mid South and. I hope he comes back. I hope he's he's in the jail. I hope he's in Gauntlet. He's a guy that I, I'd like to see more. Like, especially starting off with Matthew Justice, I extremely enjoyed, enjoyed the match. I think everybody that I knew who uh, had seen him before had told me, like, you're going to really like him.
0: And, yeah, uh, uh, expectations were met. And Matt Justice is always really good, so... <laughs> I don't think he's had a bad match since he's came back. Like I can't look at one Matt Justice match that I wasn't really into into it. So
1: did you listen to the AI podcast this week? AIW uh, podcast?
0: I, I didn't. I heard or <laughs> uh, read on Twitter that it was a mess. Oh my god. You can tell
1: uh he wasn't sober. <laughs> and I feel bad for John Thorne having to edit that. Because I can only imagine what's on the cutting room floor.
0: Yeah, I saw his tweet about it. That uh, it would. They said something about uh, put it up for Patreon. And then he said that Keon, he's worried about legal reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next matchup, which is weird. Like, I have Kate's uh, match.net up.
1: Also going yeah. with my Twitter. They have the second and third matches flipped. Cause yeah, I'm
0: noticing that, too.
1: Because... I'm looking, I'm looking at Twitter, and then it goes from, you know, talking, you know, Thrash Justice wins via uh, Diving Knee, and the next match is Parker Pierce and Big Twan Tucker versus Weird World. They go production next, and... It, the whatever maybe they were getting it off twitter and they were fuck those two but anyway um we'll go with the proper order big tuan tucker and parker pierce defeating the weird world and you know what i really like the pairing of big tuan tucker and parker pierce because you know big tuan in so many words is like a a big football player yeah and you team him up with someone who's a partier
0: well Uh, Big Twan and Parker had matching tag team shirts.
1: Yes, I was going to mention that too.
0: It ended one of my favorite headcanon gimmicks of Twan Tucker uh, because he used to wear that high school football shirt. (laughs) And in my headcanon, Twan Tucker was uh, a high school football star that hadn't really done anything post high school and was really stuck on the fact that he was really good at high school football. I got you. Yeah, but now that's over, so I don't know what he is anymore. He's not a he's not a sad high school football legend anymore. Uh uh-huh. I don't know what he is. He parties, I guess, right?
1: I guess that's going to be the thing now. He just, you know, a lot, of, a lot of football players that I knew in, in high school and everything, you know, they partied. They partied, yeah. So it makes sense to put him with Parker Pierce, who
0: Pickle Pierce,
1: <laughs> who basically, you know, you could say he has the look of a guy who
0: probably played football. Definitely, he looks like Johnny Manziel. So if it it's. <laughs>
1: I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult to him, but uh, the thing that I always wanted to see from Parker Pierce early on was—I think I was—it wa- was right around the time I was watching Thirteen Reasons Why. I think we've might have had this conversation where, in at the end of that, like in the most of that series, there's this like really rich, snooty asshole jock, and I felt like that's the
0: kind of jock Parker Pierce should be. Yeah, he needs to curl his lip more. You know what I mean? Like look like he needs to look like a dickhead. I and then I I wonder how it's going to go forward
1: because now it's I, I don't know whether they're good guys or bad guys but you know when they came out
0: oh they're heels no but, one's cheering pickle but, Pierce but the thing that I liked at the beginning of the
1: match and I was like this could go either way when he would, he had the beer bong out and he was trying to get people to dump beer in and I was like oh my god that's cool and I'm like imagine that at a tequila Jack show like there's gonna be a lot of beer you might get the whole thing full but if they're bad guys they're heels whatever like. You might get some fucked up, You might get some people spitting in it. So. Oh, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, when at first I first was like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. But not if they're bad guys, I think it'd still work. And then, of course, yeah. the I was going to say real quick, the Weird World. Entertaining, as always. Absolutely love them.
0: Oh, they were great. I think this is the best Weird World match so far, like, that I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put it second to WrestleRager 2. And I think it's basically because of the environment for WrestleRager 2. Like, that fit Weird World. Yeah, how over were they? Over as fuck. So, Big Tuan Tucker and Parker Pierce did defeat the Weird World. Next up, another fun match. I One of my favorite parts of A W. the production versus Chase Oliver and Trey Lamar. Uh, I think I had a lot of videos on my the Wrestling Cheers Instagram story from this match. And Chase Oliver, I know, his I sent him one when he was doing the, the splash from the corner. Freaking absolutely missed. Happy to have Chase Oliver back.
0: Uh, yeah, it was cool. I like I like Chase and Trey as the tag team out of No Consequences. I think they work really well together. And uh, Magnum CK is gonna have a really good run in AIW. I'm calling it right now. Like singles. I see.
1: I see singles. I can see tag team. Like a, I like aesthetically putting Magnum CK and Frankie Flynn together. Cause I I seen a picture of them post match where they were side by side. I'm like, you know what? Frankie kind of looks like a smaller version of Magnum (laughs) CK. Like if Frankie Flynn would grow his chest hair out a lot more and be a little more tan, you know what? I think father son right there.
0: But these two together, I, I do love. Frankie's gotten real mean in the ring, too, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I, His knees. Oh, man. He didn't do it as much this
1: show that I noticed, but I know other shows. If he sees you on your phone, he'll tell you to get off your phone. Like, even for me, like me, you know, live tweeting, taking videos. Yeah. Like, he's done that stuff. And at first, I was like, okay, because I, I, I know there's some wrestlers out there that hate it. I've watched a wrestler, like, throw somebody's phone. Not too far, but, like, just, or knocked it out of someone's hand while they were while they're during the match. And... Okay, that's expected. But when Frankie did it, I thought about it later. I'm like, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of acts out there like Manor James Keenan of Tool. And, you know, they outlaw phones. Like, if you're caught with your phone out, even just looking at it, you're out. So they try to tell people, to like, don't bring your phone in. And, like, also with him, too, he doesn't want pictures. Yeah. And, like, that was something I was like, that, I don't know if it's intentional, but Frankie's
0: kind of doing that. I want him to, yeah, I want him to do mean shit. You know what I mean? I want him to pull up people's faces. Like I want to do old Memphis like mean heel spots.
1: I mean, we, with him and Magnum, you're, I think we're gonna see more and more of that. I don't know how long the production's gonna last, but I'm I'm gonna enjoy it the whole way, and I think it's gonna be creative more and more each, you know, each show. Especially, I mean, we didn't get one this show. I love a Magnum CK promo.
0: I like the one where he eats peanut butter.
1: That one was great. And the one. I keep wanting to mention it was right after they they formed after Absolution, but it was for the next show. I think uh, Cool as Ice and uh right well, not Absolution, but it was after Cool as Ice into going into I think Hell on Earth. Um, you know, it's the big group one and it ends with Magnum CK and he starts off saying words, words, words. I don't, every time I hear it, I've never got a chance to mention this. It almost sounded like he was doing a promo on that at words. Eighty or whatever.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So like when I first heard, like words, words, like oh my god, he's cutting a promo on words. Oh no, and it's like oh no, he's just talking about words. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know the production defeated Chase Oliver and Trey Lamar in a uh, fun match. Uh, the proper ending, which Caden headed down, is they uh, Frankie Flynn and Magnum CK one via batcracker slash facebuster combo. Frankie Flynn has referred to it as to knee or not to knee
0: oh man i like puns mm-hmm. that's good
1: next up we had jonathan wolf versus malcolm monroe the third i'm not a huge fan of these two because i mean we don't we only see them every once in a while i think they put on their best match in aiw like I, yeah for for the spot because i think that was right before intermission they kind of killed it
0: uh I, I, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there's not much to say i don't know much about either of them they just show up sometimes Mm-hmm. usually at music links uh Jonathan Wolf looks terrible but he's really good and then uh MM3's all right i guess but yeah Jonathan Wolf I, looks like shit but he's really good like i
1: don't know how how much experience he has but i feel like he's just figuring everything out he kind of has big caterpillars on his his forehead too and those kind of kind of add it for me but i think the joke that i made was Jonathan Wolf looks like a smaller version i'm crazy i'm doing this another smaller version uh aspect but he looks like a smaller version of joshua bishop like that could be his little brother okay <laughs> uh, we know it's
0: not but i think it's the hair they have similar hair i think he looks like uh a he's a, 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 a tiny jimmy lloyd okay and now that just makes me sad that it wasn't jimmy lloyd in that match yeah, I don't. Yeah, MM3 doesn't do much for me, and yeah, Jonathan Wolf is good. He's or he's. I like I like Jonathan Wolf alright, but I don't know. With everything else happening on this card, this match just kind of. I don't have like many memories of it. Like what even happened? Like. Mm-hmm. God, when was the last time we had a six-person
1: scramble? Like I know we had the, we had the four-person scramble. I don't know if it was labeled. No, it was just labeled a four-way. Candice, LeRae, Gringo Loco, the Rado Kid, Matt Cross at the last show. I feel like hmm. it's been a while. I, I, I'd sit here and go through all the the results. Th- we had, we had a five-way at Russell Rager
0: two and the Jaylit. wow. Are we are we phasing out scrambles? I hope not. I, I love six-way scrambles. See now that yeah, like M three and Jonathan Wolfe, Those are six those are scramble guys like i mean sometimes in,
1: in a w that was a kind of a good thing to be in a scramble you were still on a show you got to you know highlight your skills and i mean how many times do we see guy like you know alex daniels in one uh yeah. baker was always in one for a while and there's multiple others
0: and i just think malcolm monroe the third and jonathan wolf both seem like no consequences guys you know what i mean so the fact that they're not in the no consequences production angle i don't know
1: I see. I thought they would do something with Malcolm the III trying to get back at Chase Oliver and Trey Lamar, and then we also had P. B. Smooth. I thought, you know, try to get back at the production, but instead, you know, he teams with Swoggle and becomes a champion, tag team champion move on to no consequences in the the second version of no consequences versus the production aj gray garrison king and joshua bishop versus colby red Derek director and eddie only and uh no consequences won this one
0: yeah aj crazy aj gray is
1: a crazy person yeah that's he's except except he won't do death matches He has openly said that he will not do death matches, and the death match that I've jokingly said I want to see is AJ Gray versus PB Smooth, only because they both don't want to do a death
0: match. I want to see them both try to not bump in glass and not try exactly. to not bump it. Exactly. Yeah, like Grado. Have you ever seen that from? uh for glory this year i think so he goes up like a big old sack of shit for that uh black hole slam mm-hmm. onto the barbed wire and i don't blame him i'm not making fun of him i wouldn't either that would not be a thing i would want to do sounds terrible yeah never mind i'm back on i'm on aj gray's side i wouldn't <laughs> want to do a death match either that sounds awful
1: it was aj gray joshua bishop garrickson king won by cradle tombstone um this is my first time seeing eddie only russell really yeah and i thought he was very good I think he's the perfect person to add to the production. I think if they were going to do any, anybody else, I don't have a person set in mind, but I feel like their responsibility would be the understudy.
0: Uh, I mean this in like a complimentary fashion. Eddie only totally looks like a shitty little stagehand. Like, perfect. When I first... and I think I've mentioned this on the show before.
1: When I first seen Eddie Only, I thought he looked like he could be Worldwide's little brother. <laughs> Statewide. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think of the joke that I made, too. Statewide. Just like when I first seen uh, Team Money, I thought he looked like Uha Nation. I'm like, who is this, U- Uha County? <laughs> but I, d- I do love me some Team Money. No it's at this oh, show, either.
0: No. Oh, uh, I like Derek. Uh, Derek doing a bit of directing. During this match I love Derek too Just in general Just in general <laughs> Like I don't wanna, Like I I don't
1: want to say Like I have a favorite person Of the production Because I love Derek I love Frankie I love Magnum I love Colby And I love Eddie They're all great Though Derek Loves the videos That we take on Wrestling Cheers For the Instagram stories Which I'll throw it out there One more time I forgot to plug it Last week But you know fo- Like I said Follow us on Instagram You know Instagram.com Wrestling Cheers I tried to post As many You know Instagram stories I try not to make it Be too continuous because there was someone who was kicked out of the show for recording but granted i think they were like facetiming with someone throughout the whole show and you know they were they were obviously you know he had the camera on the match. so i know he eventually got kicked out towards the end which sucked they waited literally close i was almost at the end of you know ray Rowe versus keith lee and some of us who noticed him getting kicked out, it was kind of like, man, I like this match, but this match that's happening over here, because the dude would not leave. So, you know, if you come to AIW, don't record. Yeah, we like, we record snippets. I was told, you know, before Biggins passed, straight from him, because I was wondering, like, well, I'm like, what's the deal? Can I Can I take little videos? What is it? He's like, snippets are fine, but not full matches, or... I think what I did too is if I post a video, I try not to have the finish of the match in the video. Like normally when it comes to a lot of pinfalls, I'll purposely stop at two count if it has, if it isn't already about to stop. Cause if you want the results, they're going to be on Twitter, but watching it, then if you want to actually watch the, a lot of the finishes, just
0: buy it. Did, did you notice the guy getting kicked out? No, I was so into that main event that I, I didn't notice any of that going on at all, actually.
1: Yeah, knew you had a bird's-eye view because it was hard camera side. Like, actually, like, yeah. well, right in front of the hard
0: camera. Yeah, I had zero clue. I was yeah. super into that match. It's this, like,
1: big Mexican-looking dude. And uh, Joe asked him, like, I watched him go over. He was like, stop recording. Guy was like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. No, no, this is, I paid for my ticket. Eventually, Joe was like, get out. You're gone. You're gone. And the dude kept fight like fighting him to leave. And obviously, we got a security guard. And he went and got the security guard, which was, I think it was a different security guard uh, at this show. But they eventually got the dude to leave. And supposedly, I, I had read on Facebook and Twitter... Uh, he's threatening a lawsuit over his getting cool. his getting his money back
0: <laughs> cool 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 <laughs> stupid fucking people speaking of stupid people uh there are people heckling ray roe what the hell was that about i don't know there was there was a dude behind me like, who... right it was right near you what the uh, hell was that about i don't know like i i've seen that
1: guy before I don't know his name. I don't know if he just doesn't like Ray Rowe. I mean, there was a lot of people rooting for Keith Lee, which, hey, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't know. That guy was going into it way more. Like, he had some sort of axe Because I know he was, during his speech, like, he, the dude, like, I guess, walked away, went to the restroom, grabbed some concession, and came back. And I could clearly hear him say, like, oh, he's still talking? It's like, really, dude? Then
0: right. there was the equally confusing people that were yelling at Keith Lee about how he doesn't matter because he's not going to wWE like, really that I don't is think the I worst have ever heard in an indie show yes
1: yeah. <laughs> I like Keith Lee uh you showed showed bits of personality uh I know I got some video where uh, they were like right in front of us and like Keith Lee got caught by the nuts or something and like he had this like really good line that he said about he's like this shit hurts <laughs> But going back to the card that we have to go over, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the next match. Dominic Greeny versus Juice Robinson and Dominic Greeny defeated Juice. Fucking, I said it on the preview. It's like big match Dom and it's not a slight against him, but I, I thought it was awesome that he got a, a match versus Juice Robinson.
0: Yeah, this is great. I, I want this to keep going on all year. Keep bringing in big names for Dom to beat. I'm into it. I want Juice to come back. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. I
1: had heard that he might, but I, you know, nothing's official. Which, we could talk about this because did you hear what was announced on the IW podcast for j Not no. j for April show. No. For the 420 April show, which I figured was coming, the special guest is going to be none other than WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. I get it. Because, or Papa because Shango or, or because Kamala. Because
1: of and whatnot. Yeah. I'm... I'm just wondering what they're gonna name that show. Like I, because what I do for this show is I, pl- I have like a lot of episodes planned out. Cause like that's the rap. That's the rap show, right? Yeah, that's the, that's the rap show. Then
0: did you name it the Chronic.
1: Do, do, do you name it the Chronic? Part it's not rap, but I'm like, part of me wants to go up and smoke. I mean that's I mean that, that's more Cheech and Chong, but it was the Up and Smoke tour.
0: No, it's it's gotta be named the Chronic.
1: But like I was saying, I have all my, I have episodes up to like April planned out and I haven't figured like there's going to be a 420 show. And right now it's in my, my phone as AIW 420, 420 show. I, I, I wish they wouldn't have, wouldn't have did next episode. Oh, I thought about this at the show. You know what the, the match that AIW really missed out on doing? Ray Rowe versus Joey Janela. Have it at the rap show. Have it be Death Row versus Bad Boy.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That would have been great damn i know
1: <laughs> freaking I, I thought about it like i think in the middle of uh ray rose match or maybe right around the the entrances. like oh my god that would have been so cool but damn that
0: yeah, would have been perfect dom killed it in this match yeah he did uh juice robinson did awesome too oh yeah who i can't remember uh which one of them took that disgusting power bomb i want to say dom but i'm not too sure yeah i think it was dom ouch ouch
1: ouch I did, I did find it funny that around the beginning of this show on Instagram, we got a follow from Dom's girlfriend. And I was like, oh, cause you know, I do li- probably know I do live videos and you're going to watch like <laughs> not live videos, but you know, I do uh Instagram stories, So you're going to get like, get to watch his match without even uh, showing up. So I made sure I threw in some, some extra ones of that contest. I, Dom, Dom deserved the spot. Um, and he won the armbar.
0: Yeah, like I said, I'm into it. Let's bring somebody else in from New Japan. Let's, let's bring Michael Elgin back. Let's do Don Michael Elgin next. Do you, think we'll, do you think we'll get him? Like, when will everybody
1: be over the incident that happened? Which I don't want to. Oh, like, wow. I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I
0: completely I, forgot about it. Yeah,
1: because it's like, I don't want to say like, oh, like when are you guys going to be over it? But it's just like, okay, this is kind of what does happen in Hollywood. and, and Not even Hollywood, just in general, where people eventually forget. Or they just they look past it over time.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I totally forgot that was an issue.
1: Yeah, like if you ran into Hulk Hogan right now, would you think, oh, you said the N-word on a sex tape. You'd go, no, that's Hulk Hogan.
0: No, I'd have to ask him all kinds of questions about his 2002 comeback run. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite Hulk Hogan. There's some random like Hulk Hogan-William Regal match that happened on Raw around that time. It's great. It's a weird Hulk Hogan run. I loved it.
1: Next up after this match, we had... A Fatal 4-Way for the number one contendership of the AIW Tag Team titles. Two Infinity and Beyond versus the Young Studs versus PME versus Dedication Personified. And we had the, I don't want to say the redebut, but we had the return, here's the word I'm looking for, of toilet paper being thrown at Dr. Dan.
0: Yeah, that's rude, people. That's a college graduate. Some people just don't like him. Or maybe they think he needs toilet paper. I don't know. Maybe... That's maybe they are being nice. I don't know what their deal is. He's I, I respect I respect you, Dr. Dan.
1: But it was Dr. Dan and Brian Carson getting the last lap by stealing a pin from PME to steal the win. So yeah,
0: this this match was fucking great. Oh, yeah. Um, it, I liked it a lot because it accomplished two things. All right. It, it had like the shocking ending of dedication for personified winning it. But this was definitely the Philly Marino coming out party. This was great. Like when they won, my jaw dropped. Like I did not fucking see that coming. They were. That's the team that I thought I had no chance of winning. Yeah, I, th- I thought that too. It's just. I'm, I mean, I'm glad. That's awesome. Like, and it's not to Infinity and Beyond. That
1: was the other big thing. Obviously, to Infinity and Beyond does not get their instant rematch, which I don't know if they will or won't. Things work weird in aiw sometimes you get your instant rematch other times you don't so or they're they're waiting on their rematch who knows but so then we'll eventually see uh, whatever we want to call pb smooth and hornswoggle going up against dedication personified yeah when do you when do you think that'll happen Mm, maybe emma show I was thinking more Akron or that, and I didn't think about it till now. But it's going to be really interesting because Hornswoggle last year was just with dedicated oh, personified, yeah, th- yeah. Those are his boys. Yeah, so now he's with PB Smooth and he's tag team champion. So really looking forward to that match now.
0: Yeah, that just added a whole extra thing to it. That's cool, cool, cool.
1: Then it was 10:30 at night, and it was time for the main event of the evening of Death Row, Keith Lee versus Ray Row in Ray Row's final independent wrestling match. Ray Row from Cleveland, America, and Keith Lee beat Ray Row. I, I I loved this finish.
0: Oh yeah, where they were just two they were just two big burly dudes just beating the shit out of each other to the point where they passed out on each other.
1: Yeah, row hit Perfect. Hit two death row knees and Keith Lee falls on him and they're both out. It was just and, too much. It was oh. one, two, three. I loved how that was done. It wasn't a clear victory, you know, just cleanly Keith Lee defeating him. It was just two men beating the shit out of each other. And that's what the pretty much the whole the whole match was. Like There was the one part at the beginning of the match where Ray Rowe openly said, and that concludes the high-flying, or no, the technical wrestling part of the evening. (laughs) Because then it just turned into two uh, burly bastards beating the shit out of each other. And it was Ray Rowe using up his last bit of energy to finish off Keith Lee, but it also finished him off and just the... One, probably one of my favorite endings
0: to a match in a while, not counting uh, stuff with Donst and Gage. Um, this this match might be my new favorite AIW match I've ever seen. What was your previous? Uh, strangely, and I know it's probably nobody else's, but I just love the whole story behind it and the finish and everything. Ricky Shane Page versus Ethan Page from Hell on Earth for the title. Okay. I like the fireball spot. Mm-hmm. I love weird uh, heel Ethan Page. I love, uh, yeah, just him yelling the fans the whole time. It's really, it's like peak heel Ethan Page, and yeah, the fireball. It's awesome. But yeah, this is this is probably my new favorite A I W match. This was great. I want Keith Lee back every show, and I want him to go after every title all the time. Um, he, he's amazing. Two of my favorite matches were Marion Fontaine versus Chuck
1: Taylor, and Marion Fontaine versus Rockstar Spud. Both are on AIW's YouTube
0: page. Is the Spud one on there? I've been told by a couple people to check that out. Oh, it's so good. I got told I'll really dig it. Uh,
1: Because that's back when Rockstar Spud in TNA was more comedy. The next time we seen Rockstar Spud, he was more of a dick, more of a heel, which was fine, but it was kind of cool that we did get to see two different sides of him in AIW.
0: The, the match with Fontaine is fucking hilarious. Do you think he'll be with uh, EC3? Because they're both in NXT, like if once EC3's signed, because Spud's there, right? I think Spud will be more 205 Live.
1: I think EC3, my prediction, because he does still have m- matches to be aired for Impact, I think he's going to be at TakeOver New Orleans. He's going to be the dude in the crowd. Okay. They've done it with, uh, you know, was it, Drew McIntyre. They did it with Bobby Roode. I think it's going to be EC3 this time. And then he's going to spend like a year or so chasing the championship, defending the championship, help for drawing power in NXT. And then they'll go from there. Whether he'll be EC3, beyond me. But I think that would be the cool thing to see. He, have him be the guy at TakeOver New Orleans.
0: You think Keith Lee's going to be in the j I hope so. Yeah, I think he seems like a good fit for it.
1: Before I forget, what was one of your favorite... Ray Rowe matches in AIW. If you had to pick one. Jeff Cobb. Mine was, I think, from the same year, but Pentagon.
0: Yeah, that one was solid, too.
1: It was a bit sh- I think it was a
0: bit short. It was short. It was short match.
1: But it was also Pentagon came out, and then as soon as Rowe comes out, Pentagon attacks him, and they, it just went from there. I'm sad we'll never get Hanson now in AIW. Dude, that's... The other thing, I really wanted Hanson. I mean, granted, when I took my picture with Ray Rowe at the end of the show, it was my joke that I was doing my impression of Hanson. <laughs> yeah, I, I always wanted to see War Machine in AIW, but I don't know. Maybe it's, it's I don't, I haven't found out, but maybe it's just hard to get Hanson in or maybe to get them together, Ray Rowe's a higher rate. And I don't know what it would be, but yeah, it breaks my heart. Maybe NXT Cleveland.
0: I hope so. Fingers crossed. And yeah,
1: after you know that match, we had a, a great promo from Ray Rowe, and uh, also before that, Josh Prohibition. I, like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, Ed, what would you rate Death Row out of? What is our grading system?
0: I'm trying to remember, to be? letters? Yeah, we do letter grade. Okay, a letter grade. Yeah, I am gonna go with a a, a B minus. But it's a really, like, impressive (laughs) Mm B-minus. Nothing spectacular really happened besides, like, the main event. But the rest of the undercard was awesome. Nothing was bad either. So, yeah, a really solid B-minus. I'm going to give it an A-minus
1: B+, plus because I felt like the show flowed really nicely. The fact that it was only eight matches, and by the time we got to the end, I wasn't, you know, just so tired. I'm giving the length of the show a fucking A. Yeah. (laughs) Like you said, nothing big happened. I mean, we we had a you know number one contenders figured out for the tag titles. No ma- title matches whatsoever on the card. Thoroughly enjoyed both versions of the production versus no consequences, and you know Dom and Juice freaking killed it. And also the debut of Shane Mercer was very entertaining. So yeah, I give it a kind of like a A minus B plus type thing. All right, that will that will do it for us. Uh, any final thoughts or last minute plugs, Young Ed?
0: Uh, check out Pod Van Dam. Uh, we're gonna have some episodes recorded, so we're gonna have those out, and we're gonna have T-shirts out soon. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Follow us on Twitter at Pod Van Dam. We got Facebook. Uh, probably I don't keep track of that. That's not my thing. Um, yeah, that's it. Pod Van Dam. I'm not even sure how often I
1: see updates from Pod Van Dam on Facebook.
0: Yeah, I it's just not a. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to update it. it. Like. I haven't been on Facebook in like seven, eight years. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Probably on mine like every day. But then again, <laughs> between. Promoting you know, this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's kinda of, kinda of neat to be. All right. Of course, you can find myself at Heavyset330 on Twitter. You can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Wrestling Cheers, Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Like I said email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play your tune in youtube spotify or podbean resting cheers.podbean.com check out all the great shows on the training topics network such as all beer inside What's on Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Siren Radio, Old School at the Movies, Trending Topics Network at the Movies, View from the Fourth Row, and Chill, 450 Podcast, and much, much more. Check out all our friends that do podcasts and have things out there, such as Macho Man Radio, Chris Clems, Cast, Wingcast, a Wingman Podcast with Steve Guy, Let the Hate Flow Through You with Jeremy Shear. A little podcast called F- Pod Van Dam. The Road Home from Wrestling. Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Check out the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers. Moy Boy Designs. Hopefully, when my tax money comes in, might be paying for a couple new logos to be done. Also, check out Thrift Store Jobber on eBay. Instagram, Etsy, and all his other social media links that you can find out there. Rebel, Check out our friends at Rebel Life Media and NEO Sports Insider's. Uh That will do it for us here On Wrestling Cheers Where everybody knows your name And sometimes we throw toilet paper at you
0: That's well, mean It's mean <laughs> Later Making your way in the world today Takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries Sure will help a lot Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name And they're always like you came. You're a fan where you can see Rules are all the same yeah, you. You're a fan where everybody knows your name yeah.